Though the global pandemic may be slowing things down, Spring Branch is taking tangible steps forward to keep our economy strong, like supporting our local businesses, linking them to free online business courses, and help from our top leaders. Spring Branch is working for businesses. Yours. Find out more at sbmd.org. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Looped In. This is the Houston Chronicle podcast all about real estate, the dirt, the deals, the people, the places. It's all here. I'm Nancy Sarnoff, real estate reporter with the Houston Chronicle, and I'm here today with Rebecca Schutz. Hi, Rebecca. Hi, Nancy. So I recently spent some time downtown trying to get a sense for what kind of shape it's in now that we're five months into the pandemic. Who's in the office buildings, what's happening with all the restaurants and the shops, how the hotels are faring. And I wrote a story that had the unfortunate headline of downtown is dead. That was from a quote I used from Tillman Fertitta, the Houston billionaire who did not mince words when I asked him how all of his restaurants and other downtown properties were doing. Today on the show, we're going to be talking to someone who has been downtown every day since the pandemic. He serves downtown office workers in the most simple yet essential ways. He sells them birthday cards, candy bars, lottery tickets, and various other sundries at his shop, Paradise Gifts. The store's owner, Charlie Patel, is joining us to talk about what it's been like to run a business in downtown Houston before the pandemic and what it's like today. So, Charlie, thank you so much for joining us. Hi, Nancy. Thank you for getting me on the podcast. Thanks for being here. So, Charlie, you have five stores downtown. Most of them are in the tunnel system. For people that might be listening who don't know about the downtown tunnels, can you just briefly tell us what what they're all about? Uh, yes. Uh, again, Nancy, thanks for getting me on the this is Charlie. This is Paradise Kids. I've been into the retail business for last 21 years. I started with three convenience stores in downtown, uh, selling everything, whatever is needed by the tenants in the building, from birthday cards to candy bars and everything. Uh, over the 20 years, I grew from three stores to seven stores in downtown Hyra. And out of the seven, five are in the tunnel, Houston Tunnel. And uh, one is at Williams Tower and one is on Allen Parkway. Uh, lately, because of the COVID, I believe started around the second week of March, uh, it has disturbed a lot my businesses because most of the employees who work in this building office area have started to work from home and nobody comes to my retail store, which is 100% dependent on the tenants in the building. Uh, mm-hmm. So right now, you know, I just have survived with a government PPP loan and other SBA grant. So what was it like before the pandemic? Was was business doing well? Was, yes, you know, downtown okay. has been growing, obviously. What, were you getting a lot more customers as, as new, you know, new towers yes. have been opening up, more people live downtown? Correct. Before the pandemic, uh, I was doing excellent. I had uh, survived the 2008 recession, you know, which did mm-hmm. affect a lot. But uh, before the COVID, business was doing great. You know, we had no glitches. We had a lot of new tenants moving in this office building. And a lot of even residents, people were coming to the stores because they knew 
what I had in my business. And uh, right now, I see a lot of new towers and a lot of old buildings coming up, especially where we had the old Houston Chronicle building. Uh, Heinz is putting up a new mm-hmm. uh, 48-story building. And uh, adjacent to that, they have a new parking garage. But looking at the scenario which downtown is right now, I don't know whether there will be any tenants moving in those for office space or even as, as a residential. You know? So it's all up in the air. Uh, I hope uh, you know something gets done at least by another year. That's what my timeline. So today, tell me about what it's like when you're when you're at your store um, or your stores downtown. When are you open? Who's coming in? What are they buying? That's okay. Sort of uh, for the last four months, uh, I had to cut down my hours from usually to be from six a.m. to six p.m. five days a week, Monday to Friday. After the COVID. Uh, from 1st of May, I believe, I changed my store hours. Right now, I'm doing from 7 to 3, 8 hours only. And that to each store, I had two employees. I had to cut it down to one employee. And I'm just giving them 30 to 35 hours of right now. So uh, I've cut down my employees. So I just did the same thing as social distancing. More customers are just buying the necessity right now. You know, like, uh, PPP, PPP equipment, you know, like masks, sanitizers, mm-hmm. and uh, things like that. Uh, other than that, anybody just walks in, just buys what they need, and they just walk out. That's about it. Yeah. So average on a day is to get around like 500 to 550 customers. Right now, the count is down to like 45 to 50 a day. Is that at all your stores or at each location? Uh, that's all the stores, but the worst Mm-hmm. of them is the one at 1600 Smith and the KBR building, you know, KBR Tower. Uh, mm-hmm. Over there, I think it's most of the companies have consolidated some of their floors. KBR, I believe they have like 36 floors. They have uh, minimized to like nine floors. So from, I think, September 1st, the employees who will be returning, they'll be working only from those nine floors. This is what I've been hearing from the building management in those areas. Okay. And so what, what store is, is doing the best? And, and obviously that's a relative, st- relative term. I know that none are, are none is doing great, but um, is it the one um, in, in Pennzoil place where, where I, I met with you? Yes. Uh, because of the food court in the Pennzoil building, you know, there is a little bit of rush. I can say more food traffic around the lunch hour between 11.30 to 12.30. And the other one is the Chase Tower. Same thing, between 11.30 to 12.30. And after 1 o'clock, you know, it's, it's just a set. Downtown is set. So it's the tunnel yeah. after 1.30. Yeah. So I um, remember you telling me the last time we talked, you had told me that you just canceled all your Christmas merchandise. Can you tell me about that? What that, I mean, I, I, didn't, I don't know how much you normally... Order, but how does that work, and um, and and why did you okay, cancel so it? Usually, the cards and wrapping and gift wrap from American meetings, they get it on a consignment basis. So we sell, we pay for those. But for last two years, they have changed the uh, program for the American meeting. It is an mm-hmm. outright buy. So whatever I buy, I have to sell it, or it's mine. 
It's a dead stop for me. Uh, besides that, I buy a lot of gift items around fifty-five to sixty thousand dollars worth, and uh, I had to cancel all that order too because I don't know whether anybody would be returning in downtown this Christmas. So you don't know if they'll be back by Christmas, is what you're saying? Yes, they won't be back for Christmas. Yes, and for all these years, I've never uh, dealt with doing business online, which I should do start now looking at it. You know, because most of my business used to be from the tenants in the high-rise building. And I never did anything online sales or I never ventured out and thought that would be something I need to look at because I, I was making enough, you know, so I never thought about doing anything other than just serving the tenants in the building. So what would going online look like for a convenience store? Uh, well, that's the uh, good question. Uh, we don't know what's going to happen. Uh, September first, uh-huh. I'll be I'll be closing two of my locations for temporary. Oh really? Uh, for the next mm. for for next four months, and uh, I've written the letters to the management uh, and see what happens from them. You know, because I know everybody needs something in the convenience in the downtown, and I'm trying my best to survive. Because you know? I need to pay mm. my overhead, my utilities, my rent, and my employees. But sales being ninety to ninety five percent down. I can't survive. You know. Are you getting any any help with rent? I know that's sort of a case by case basis. Some landlords are, are yeah, doing their uh, best rent, to help people survive. Correct. Uh, most of the uh, like I have most of my stores in uh, Heinz building. You know they are very easy to work with. That's for sure. You know because I've been an old tenant for Heinz for all these years, and uh, so all I write to them, you know, a week before the next month. And they either waive or they add my term, extend my term on my lease, and that is workable for me. So it's like waiving for the next month, you know. And I'm, I agreed with, I agree with that. There are others who still want the rent, and they have deferred also. So the, I need to catch up. I would say from January to pay for the last six months, uh, and I don't know whether I'll be able to catch up on those. What do you think the process of downtown reviving would look like? Or what would it take? Uh, as everybody's waiting for the vaccines to come out, that's for one thing for sure. Yeah. And uh, with this uh, work from home, you know, I asked my son who works for an oil company, and I asked him, he said, "Do you does your owner happy with you working from home?" And he says, "Yes, because the companies are getting the same productivity with still working from home. So mm-hmm. right now, it looks like that's going to be the future." In the next two to three years, because if the companies are getting the same productivity with employees working from home, you know, I'm sure there will be a lot of vacancy uh, availability in Houston. Mm. Yeah. And oh, only the vaccines yeah. or with social distancing can help, you know, with working with this to increase the occupancy in Dunstan. Before the pandemic, were you? Growing your business, were you uh, thinking of expanding, or had you opened any new stores? Correct. Yes, uh, I was. This October was my the eighth location was supposed to was the grand opening. I was going to do it. It was on Post Oak mm-hmm. itself. Uh, the construction was supposed to start in April, and I had a four four month uh, construction and everything lined up. Funding was lined up. Everything was lined up, but because of COVID. I had to I did like sign the contract or start the lease on it. So 
I was still interested in opening up that location. So probably I told the property owner that give me another six more months and maybe by next April again I could start on it. And they and they want another paradise gift in their building. So definitely I could start on. So you think it's a, because I know you were saying you're a little bit worried about work from home, but it sounds like you're still a little bit optimistic that people will return to the tunnel. Correct. Yes, they will return to the tunnel there. But it's the only thing, you know, uh, like many of the, I've noticed that some of the employees are also scared to come to work, you know, if they have kids at home. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's also not allowing them to come to office. So once I believe with vaccines and with more social distancing, people would come back to work, yes. And in fact, mm-hmm. this week, I did see increase in traffic and also a little bit more this week. There are some offices, for example, in Chase, they started from 10% to 25% employees returning to work this week. And I believe okay. that, uh, September 15, September 15, they were going to get it to like 35% employees coming back to work, yes. People come back. Have you noticed that in your stores? Yes, correct. I, in fact, today I was at the Chase Tower and I was talking to some of the customers and they came back after like six to eight weeks. So they are, they said they will be coming back from Monday. So they just came. Yeah. So we did see some little bit of improvement. I mean, uh, food traffic. So, Charlie, how do you feel today versus a couple weeks ago when I saw you? Do you feel hopeful, more hopeful, or do you feel sort of more, do you feel more scared? Uh, I I just want this 2020 to be over. So uh, I have a lot of hopes that things will improve from January. Yeah. So I, don't, I know at the current situation, I have to close two of my stores. I'm not worried about not making any money on those two. I can survive because I've survived 21 years in downtown, you know. Good times have come by, and only 2008 recession has come by. So I'm very optimistic and hopeful that 2021 will bring a lot of good luck, and probably things will change. Even if it changes gradually, I'm okay with that. You know, so I'm having a lot of hope today. As Nancy mentioned, that when she was with Houston Chronicle across the street, my 35% of my business is to be with Houston Chronicle. When the Chronicle was across the street, yes. Uh, Houston Chronicle did support me a lot, that's for sure, because everybody from the Chronicle used to see me, everybody, who, even the press people, the writer, editors, everybody I knew in the Chronicle in that. So that was a big chunk of business I had lost when Chronicle moved out of downtown. Mm. You know. But uh, I survived, you know, uh, Chase got new tenants in the building, and we had, I had two more along, I had two more along. So keeping my fingers crossed, uh, hopefully the office will come back by the end of next year. What would be to you like a sign that things have passed? But I, I'm just wondering, like, is there something that like when you see that come into your store, or when you see people making a certain type of purchase, will you realize that things are more normal? Once I see my regular customers coming back, that would I would know that they are back. Like if yeah. today, you know, I've seen a few of them who who are back after a long time. So that shows that they are going to come back. Yeah. Right. Everything depends the on the schools. Yeah, the chase, yeah. So right. with the schools reopening, probably that would make the parents to come back to office. Yeah. So mm-hmm. let's hope. Yeah. You know. And I'm worried about the school kids also because I don't want just for my business to get better, but school kids suffer. 
you know, get COVID and affected with COVID, I have to look out for the same uh, support for them all, yeah, for their safety. Yeah, it's all connected. Correct, yeah. I'm glad to hear that things have picked up a little bit this week. Yeah. Yeah, just have hopes. Let this 2020 break go by. Whatever needs to happen, let's happen in this year. We are done with hurricane. We have one more coming. <laughs> yeah, COVID, what else can go bad? Go bad, right? Let's bring everything this yeah. year and start fresh next year. Yeah. <laughs> yes. As I said, 21 years ago, yeah, 20 years and one year ago, I came in this country with nothing in my pocket, only $1,100. And this time, that's what me and my wife have been. And I'm happy with what I've done so far. So no regret. Houston downtown has helped me so far all this year. And I'll, I have a lot of hopes that it'll, it'll get better. Yeah. Well, well, thanks, Charlie. We we have the same hope for you and for, for the world. <laughs> um, yeah, we definitely. thank you so much for, for, for talking to us today. Listeners, thank you too. Looped In is hosted by me, Nancy Sarnoff, and Rebecca Schutz. As always, if you have an idea for a show or just want to say hi, you can reach out to us. We are on Facebook or Twitter. I am at Nsarnoff and Rebecca is at R.A. Shoots. Please subscribe to Looped In if you don't already and tell a friend. You can find the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. Or you can check out HoustonChronicle.com slash podcasts to find out more about us and the Chronicle's other shows. Thanks to Scott Kingsley and Afshar Karat. And thanks to all the kimonos for our theme music. Until next time, thanks for listening. <laughs>